Are you ready to be fired up? Because I sure am. We're going to be talking today about leads, 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 leads. So one question that I get all the time is, what kind of ad should I be running to get leads? So sit back and let's get ready to be fired up. Are you wanting a kickstart on your business and you want to learn how to be the go-to professional in your industry? Well, guess what? I've got a free challenge for you. It's five days of coaching. It's brand new. Just go to kristamayshore.com slash client conversion. That's kristamayshore.com slash client conversion. And you'll get a free training with me for five straight days. That's going to help kickstart you as the go-to professional in your industry. So sign up and I'll see you there. Okay. So leads. The question I get asked all the time is, Krista, what kind of leads should I be running? What kind of ads should I be running to get leads? Well, here's what I always ask people. Well, that depends on a couple of things. Number one is, first of all, what is your overall objective? What are you trying to do, right? What do you want the outcome to be? Number two, who is your audience that you're going after? And what phase of the customer acquisition cycle are they in? Where are they at in the process, right? Meaning I can't really tell you the kind of ad to run to generate a lead if I don't know what your overall objective is, who your audience is, and where they're at in your customer acquisition cycle. Do they know who you are? Do they know they have a problem? Do they know there's a solution to that problem? Do they know about you and your product or service? Do they know that you and your product or service has a solution to the problems that they have? And do they know that you're the best person to actually be able to help them with that problem and, and, and that you're the solution to it. All of those things have a huge, huge, um, you know, they have a lot to do with our ads and our leads and what we're going to run. So for example, the lead, the landing page or the ad that I would tell you to create for somebody who's never heard about you is going to be so, so different than the ad that I would tell you to create for someone that knows about your product and service. They know they have a problem. They know that you're the solution to it. And they've already established a relationship with you and they already see you as the authority figure in your space. Two completely, totally different ads, two completely, totally different calls to to calls to uh, calls to action to totally different pre-framing meaning pre-framing mean meaning what am I showing these people before they actually get to that lead form like what am I going to give to them what am I going to show them how am I going to get them onto that landing page to get them to actually want to be able to you know uh give me their information on my lead magnet it's all going to be different. It's going to be changing. So you've got to ask yourself this question. Number one, you need to understand that what you give somebody prior to every phase of the customer acquisition process is always going to be different. It's not going to be the same for a cold, um, a cold audience as it is for a warm audience. It's not going to be the same for a warm audience as it is for a hot audience. That pre-frame, what they get before they go to your landing page to be able to, for you to be able to get their contact information is going to be totally different based upon who they are. Also, based upon what their outcome is, what do they want, right? Are you doing a blanket? Is this a blanket, uh, blanket statement type of a lead? Um, that you're going after? Is, this a, is it a specific niche market that you're going after? What are you trying to accomplish? All of those things have just a huge, huge variable in the type of lead ad um, that I'm going to be creating. So I can't really tell somebody 
what kind of lead ad to make because I don't know where your customer is in their buying cycle. Are they just looking? Are they comparing and contrasting? Are they making a decision? Um, are they ready to take action? Are they just learning about you? Do they know you and love you? You know, all of those things make a really, really big factor. So ask yourself those questions. So number one, before you ever run any kind of an ad, you want to ask yourself these questions. You want to ask yourself, number one, who is my target audience, right? Um, are they cold, warm, or hot? Do these people know me, um, like me, and trust me yet? Or do I need to obviously establish myself as the, as the authority figure? Um, what is my overall objection, uh, my, my overall objective? What do I want them to do, right, at the end? And um, where am I taking them, right? So where am I going to take them after that? So ask yourself all those questions and really start to write out. That's going to help you kind of write out your, your customer sequence, your whole um, sales cycle, your whole follow-up process, your whole pre-frame process. You're going to bridge the gap between where they are right now and where you want them to go by answering all those questions. You will save so much money in your marketing dollar when you answer those questions. You're going to save money because you're going to know exactly who you're going to. You're going to make sure that your marketing and your messaging speaks directly to them. And you're not doing this big, huge blanket marketing advertising budget, right? You're, you're actually going specifically to a certain people based upon exactly where they're at in their customer life cycle. So I hope that helps with that question. I get asked that quite often and I hope that was a really good enough answer. So I want you to think about the sales cycle, right? So most businesses fail, most professionals fail for a couple of reasons. One of the reasons why is that we were, ne we were never taught about the sales cycle. So when we get our, our, our licenses, maybe you're a, a divorce attorney or you're a, an insurance agent or you're an accountant or you're a CPA or you're a dentist, you're taught how to be a dentist and how to put on great braces, but you're never taught how to market yourself. How do you actually get customers and clients? How do you get people? in the door. Well, most businesses, and the reason why most businesses fail, most professionals fail, is they don't fake focus on all aspects of the sales cycle. So let's, let's talk now about all the different aspects of the sales cycle. The first aspect of the sales cycle is, is marketing, right? You've got to be a marketer. Now, when I talk about marketing, I don't mean, um, I don't, I don't mean for, I don't mean by mean saying, like I'm not talking about your branding and your colors and your slogan and all that stuff. That's not what marketing. Marketing is basically attracting clients. You're attracting clients based upon, um, you know, your your image uh, as far as who you're going after. What do you stand for? Your values, right? What is your What do you represent overall in your company? Who are you trying to go after? Who is your client avatar? Uh, let's just say you are um, an insurance agent. Do you just help anybody with anything or are you going after a specific type of client? What are your morals and your ethics? Like, what are your values? All of that is the marketing message. How do you want your client to feel when they think about you and your brand? Are you like McDonald's, which goes after kids and they're like kind of, you know, it's not the best, highest quality, but they make the most amount of burgers and they make the most money. Or are you going after, are you in and out and you're trying to like make the best burger and all you do is burgers and fries. You don't have chicken and nuggets, you just focus on that one thing and you have a little bit more of a high quality type of, um, of a meal, right? Who are you? Who are you going after? Marketing is the first phase of the sales cycle. The second phase is lead generation. Now, when your marketing messaging speaks directly to your customer, meaning that you, your messaging is so point on point, you know who your client avatar is, you know who you're going after, you know who your audience is. When your messaging is so laser focused, then uh, because your marketing is correct, right? Your marketing message, then 
lead generation is very easy and leads are also more likely to convert because lead generation is basically getting leads is when somebody raises their hand and says, I want what you have, your product, your service, your profession is the exact answer to the problems that I'm having. I need you. That is what proper lead generation is. It's when your marketing message speaks to your direct client avatar, your direct customer, and they say, I need that, right? Because you put the right content at the right time in front of the right person because you spoke directly to them and your brand and your messaging was what they needed in line with them. So number one is marketing of the sales cycle. Number two is lead generation, right? So the third aspect is lead nurture. Now here's the thing. Lead nurture is so, so hard for most professionals and most businesses because we we want instant gratification. We want now, we want instantaneous because of, you know, our phones and the internet and, and tinging and tonging and binging and bonging and messaging and every single, you know, uh, you can have 15 different tabs upon your email. We want it now because of these phones right here, they've like destroyed us, right? Well, with most clients, they don't just make the decision right away. So we need to nurture them. So how do we properly nurture people? Most businesses, they don't know how to lead nurture. They don't stay top of mind awareness with their customers and their clients. They don't do things like show up where they're looking. They're not online, right? They're not um, constantly reminding them about their, their profession, about their service. Even when you ha you're an amazing uh professional or business and your customers and your clients love you, guess what? They forget about you. They forget about you because you're not nurturing past clients either. So lead nurture both with current clients and past clients and new clients, people that don't even know you yet. It's very, very important. And most business for businesses forget about lead nurture. And with most professionals, lead nurture is very, very important because in most cases, people don't just go and all of a sudden one day decide I need to have insurance or I need to have uh, my teeth tooth pulled or I need to you know get a divorce or I need a real estate agent or I need to get a loan. They don't. They think about it for a while and it kind of leads up to that. So lead nurturing and showing up where your customer is, where they're looking is very, very important. So that's the third phase of the sales cycle. Now, the fourth phase is actually um, conversion. Now, when you have great marketing and your messaging speaks directly to your, to your client, your customer, your audience, then you get great leads. When you nurture those leads prep properly for a given amount of time, conversion is much, much easier. Most businesses and most professional professionals, they try to convert right away. They forget that your audience, your customer needs to get to know you. They need to get to like you and to trust you. They need to see you as the authority figure. They need to know that you are the go-to person for what they need in their life and their business. And um, so if they know that because you've you, your marketing messaging was right. You got the right leads. You nurtured those leads and converting them is going to be so, so much more simple. So you got to remember that, the conversion process. Now we've gotten this customer. We want to bring them through our sales cycle. Now is when the fulfillment and delivery comes. Now is when they have hired you to be, you've converted them. They're your client. They're your customer. They're in your establishment. How do you make sure that you give them the best fulfillment and delivery process? How do you make sure that you knock their socks off? You wow them. Well, you make sure that you've got good systems and good processes and great service, right? You've got, you've, you've got great food. You've got great product. You know what you're doing. You're able to help people. You make them feel special. 
um, you aren't just like everyone else. You make these people feel like they are gold and you give them, you absolutely do what you say you're going to do and you over deliver on your product and your service. That is what fulfillment and delivery is. And I would like to think that most of us do that really, really well, but some people don't, right? They spend so much time generating leads and converting them and then they get the customer and they're on to the next and they forget about the customer that they have right in front of them. Read the book by Joey Coleman, Never Lose a Customer Again. Let me tell you, it costs so much more money to generate a new customer than it does to keep the ones that you already have. So making sure that you knock the socks off of the customers that you already have, take great care of them so that they become lifelong customers, right? Is going to save you so much more money. You have no idea. Read that book. It will help you. But here's the deal. No matter how great you are, no matter how great of a customer fulfillment process you give them and how wonderful you are with your product and service. And if you don't stay top of mind, I call it the five R's, you need to have rituals and routines. You need to get people to want to relist with you, to resell with you, right? You want to repeat them as customers and retain them as clients. You do that by having proper rituals and proper routines. You do that by being committed to consistently producing content correctly to show up where they are. If you can do that, they're going to be reminded about you, which means they're going to refer you more. They're going to come back to you. They are going to re re work with you, right? Um, and if you continue to show up where they're looking, you're going to continue to make a connection with people. So you're going to convert more clients and customers, right? And you do that by having rituals and routines on a regular basis. Now, that is the sales cycle. So many businesses fail because they do not really, really go into the sales cycle. They don't really think about it. Well, guess what? My new book, The Ultimate Lead Gen Playbook. So it launched on September 25th. It is now out. Um, it's on Amazon. You can also go to getchristasbook.com. That's getchristasbook.com. You can get a free digital copy and then hopefully you'll order a free copy on Amazon or a really inexpensive copy on Amazon. It'll give me a five-star review. But this book is out right now. It's out. It's available. This goes into complete depth and detail about all aspects of the sales cycle. We talked to you about 21st century marketing practices for local businesses and professions. So it's titled The Ultimate Digital Marketing Playbook for Dominating Your Local area. Take the guesswork out of digital marketing, maximize your profits, and become the authority in your profession or business, even in a bad economy. So this is out. Go get it. Go to getchristasbook.com. Go to getchristasbook.com and we'll get you um, all the details on how to get a copy of that. And I hope this episode was helpful. I hope it helped you. I hope you learned something. And please understand that listening is great, but if you don't actually implement and do something, nothing in your business is going to happen. Nothing in your life is going to happen. You actually have to do the work. You have to put in the effort. And if you do that, you're going to be amazed at how your life will change. So thank you so much for your time. I hope you're just as fired up as I am. And hopefully you're going to rate this podcast or if you're watching it on Facebook or wherever else, just go ahead and give us a thumbs up and subscribe. And I will see you next time. And as, as always, everybody, make it a great day. And thank you so much for watching. Talk to you soon. Bye.